Thank you for downloading the podcast. We pray the Word of God will richly bless you today. So let's get right into the Word, knowing that God will speak into our lives today. Amen. Good looking group tonight. Good goodness. We travel and uh, we go to a lot of different places. You can't always say that. So I just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Woo, strike that from the record. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I, uh, this morning we had a good time. I had a good time. I was blessed. Hopefully you did as well, those that were here. Um, I kind of missed some of my formalities. Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to say uh, thank you to Pastor Rusty and Pastor Leah for allowing me to come and stand in this office to minister the word uh, to you. I, I hold it, speak of honor, I, I hold it in high esteem and the greatest of honor to stand here and minister um, uh, it, it, I don't take it lightly any time that I stand in the pulpit for any pastor because um, I know what it takes to establish this. And a lot of, lot, of, lot of effort, a lot of standing against the opposition of the enemy. And so to be able to have that, um, that opportunity to come in and to minister, I, I count it as a high privilege. And so you guys are blessed. Come on. You guys have amazing pastors. Amen. And uh, man. Rich, rich, rich things uh, come from this place, and it's just uh, just an honor and a privilege to stand here tonight. Um, I also missed the opportunity this morning with my family standing here. I always recognize my wife and uh, Mandy. They don't travel with me, so it would have been awesome to have them stand up. Y'all get to see them, and uh, they're in the nursery. So, But Mandy, she, uh, she stays home a lot, and she doesn't get the honor or the recognition that she deserves many times for what she does to enable our family to, to thrive. She is a phenomenal wife, uh, a phenomenal mother, uh, a housekeeper. She keeps uh, our books uh, for our ministry. I mean, she's just uh, a multi-talented, gifted woman of God. And just uh, the Lord has blessed me with a good one. And if you haven't met her yet, I encourage you to go by. You'll be enriched by doing so and meeting her. Um, I definitely married up. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, I don't mind saying I mean, God must like me or something. I don't know. Uh, he could have just gave me a common, everyday, great wife, you know. And uh, he said, you know what? Dustin needs all the help he can get. So a little dab will do you. He gave me a double dose, I guess, and just blessed me with a phenomenal wife. I just can't say enough. And, of course, my two children, Ezra, uh, Mac, and Brooklyn Betty Joy. We added a name for her because she's just awesome. She needs more than two names, I guess. But uh, <clears throat> we're just, I, I was driving around the other day and uh, just thinking about different things. And I thought, man, I'm such a blessed man. I am a blessed man. Just the, the family that God's given me, the things he's called us to do. Um, I, I just, I look at, you know, Mandy and I weren't going to have kids and uh, didn't want kids. We, we, we've been married, uh, this May will be 13 years. And um, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And um, and, uh, but we were going to have kids in around the, uh, year eight. We, you know, the Lord just started, we started talking to each other, you know, and asking, I think I want kids, you know. And, uh, and she's like, I'm feeling it too. And so it was a funny story. Um, uh, after we had Ezra, we're going uh, around the church, you know, that, where we attend. And, and uh, people are coming up and, and several people, not just one, several people would come up to Ezra and go, oh, praise God for the miracle baby. Praise God for the miracle baby. <laughs> And I was like, well, amen, every, every baby's a miracle, you know, amen, that's good, that's good, thank you. You know, you go around, next thing you know, someone else, oh, miracle baby. 
And so I figured out, apparently, just kind of putting two to two together, that people really didn't believe that we didn't want children. I think they didn't think we could have children. And so they thought Ezra was a miracle baby. And uh, so I remember this one lady uh, was talking to my wife and, about kids. And man, I said, yeah, we, we don't want kids. And she goes, oh, well, now I know where to pray. And I was just like, well, anyways. But uh, so God has richly blessed us, uh, blessed me with, with children and, and a beautiful wife. And we're just, they're with me. And it's just an honor and a privilege. So uh, if you can, get to go, go see them and, and say hi to them. They'd be glad to, to meet you. Um, so it's just, uh, again, an honor to be here. I feel like Pastor Roland and kind of stole some of my thunder because uh, he, he nailed some of the things I'm going to be talking about tonight. But that's good. just means we're on the same page. Amen. Pastor Lee hit it on the laughter this morning. So we're just... We're rocking on all cylinders. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Well, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to pray, but if you have your Bibles, turn, if you will, to Romans chapter 8. Roman, I'm sorry, not Romans, <laughs> Psalms chapter 8. Old Testament. That's a little bit different, isn't it? Psalms chapter 8. I'm probably going to preach two or three messages tonight. You pick the one you like, we'll all go home happy. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. I'm trying to remember where Psalms is at. There we go. All right. Right after Job. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads. We'll pray. Father, I magnify you. I thank you. I recognize you tonight, God. I thank you for the things that you've deposited in my heart by the Spirit. I thank you, God, that you give me utterance to declare the truth that you've shown me, revealed to me, that you give each of us tonight eyes that see, ears that hear, and hearts that understand. Father, that we leave this place with information, knowledge of who you are, that we have uh, more than what we had when we came in, that we have that which we need to stand against the wiles of the enemy, to live in that which you have purchased for us through Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. Father, we thank you for it tonight. We give you the honor, the glory, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm going to be speaking tonight on the... On the I, kind of different angle than I normally preach for healing, but I'm going to be speaking tonight about the glory of God. Uh, it's something that has for many years intrigued me. I even asked a, a gentleman one time that had doctorates and many degrees on the wall, and I said, you know, it's funny, one minute, you, you, you know, somebody, oh, glory to God, glory to God, you know, and then, and then you know, uh, all these different ways of expressing or, or talking about glory, and um, I, I began to, it fascinated me, and I began to ask him, I said, what, what's the difference? We use this word in so many different ways and different uh, uh, facets in the word of God, we see this, and, and um and uh, I really began to search the scriptures and really begin to uh, uh, dive into the word of God concerning the glory of God. And what I'm going to show you tonight is uh, uh, basically, I'm going to just go ahead and give you the punchline that Jesus is the revealer of the glory of God. Amen. Jesus is the revealer of the glory of God. And uh, th what, what's, what birthed this on, inside of me is I, I, I've preached I was in California preaching for a pastor, and uh, I preached on living in the glory. And uh, it was an actual uh, a CD that we actually uh, have and, and, and we put on our book table and stuff, uh, living in the glory. And so it's been something that's just kind of developed on the inside of me. I did a lot of study on it, a lot of word study. And then uh, a few years ago, just in a time of prayer, the Lord started talking to me about breaking the mindset of religion. 
breaking the mindset of religion in the hearts of men. And he said, uh, you do that through the anointing and through the glory. And last time I was here in January, I spoke on the anointing. Uh, Isaiah chapter 11 talks about that the anointing is the yoke destroying, burden removing power of God. That you and I are, as the body of Christ, we are the anointed ones, Christians. We are anointed in this earth to be Christ to those that we come in contact with. Uh, you ought to, every day that you get up, you need to be saying, I am anointed. Amen. Anointed to do whatever it is that God has called you to do. I am anointed. I'm not trying to get anointed. I'm not waiting to be anointed. Uh, Jesus said, I am anointed to preach the gospel. You are anointed to do what God's called you to do, to be a witness in this earth. So uh, we, we talked about that. And so the next, the next aspect of this is the glory of God, breaking the mindset of religion with the anointing and glory. And I asked God, I said, Father, what is religion? And God told me this, the response, I, I really, uh, it, it took me back because I, I didn't have it inside and it just came out of my spirit. He said, religion is wanting results without intimacy. Religion is wanting results without intimacy. And uh, as we're going to see here, as we dive into the scriptures, um, that uh, uh, religion will constantly try to hold you captive or at distance from who your God is. It's always going to hold you down below the level of what Jesus purchased for you on the cross 2,000 years ago. It'll try to get you to live in something that does not, or get you to receive, let me say it that way, get you to receive something that does not belong to you. Sickness and disease does not belong to you. And it doesn't have to be just, well, it's just a part of life. Not as a believer. Not when you begin to understand the level that Christ raised you to live in uh, and reinstated to you what we're going to see tonight, the glory of God. That living on the inside of you is the glory. You and I are, you and I are, uh, I'm kind of, you and I are living from glory to glory. Revelation to revelation. To where there's, there are times where God's giving you uh, insight into the deep and intimate knowledge of who he is. If you read the Ephesians prayers, Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 3, Colossians chapter 1, starting in verse 9. These are prayers that Paul prayed asking and believing God for revelate, revealed knowledge of who your God is. And who God is in you. Why? Because Paul, he, he, was, he was encouraging the church to, to rise up, take a step up. Amen. Take, go to a, another level in the things of God. You and I have a lot to learn. 
We have a lot to learn. I say this all the time because it's so true. Uh, There's two deceptions that Christians always fall into uh, when they hear someone speaking or they come up for prayer and somebody will begin to minister to them and uh, and the pastor or minister will be saying, here's what you need to do. And and they're sitting there like, oh, I know, 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 I know. And it's like you want to say, I know you know, but it's not what you know that delivers you. It's what you put into action. It's not just the hearer of the word, it's the doer of the word. So, so it's not what you know. A lot of things, two things. Well, I know that. This is what a lot of Christians say. I know that or I've heard this before. Every time the minister gets up to preach, he'll say, turn, if you will, to John chapter 3, verse 6. Oh, I, I've heard this before. That was good. Amen. Hallelujah. You're going to need this. Did you bring your paper? Bring some paper? Because I know this. You need this. See, every time we hear the word of God, we need to say, whoa, God, show me something new tonight. God, show me something that I haven't heard before. Why? Because we have a lot to learn. There's more for us in the kingdom of God. We're going from glory to glory, and I'm going to show you tonight. One day we'll see him face to face, and we'll be known as we are known. Glory to God. So turn if we will, you're, you're there, you're, you're waiting on me. Hey, Psalms chapter 8, I'm going to go ahead and start in verse 1. We're going to read down to verse 6. It says, uh, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy of the avenger. Verse 3, when I consider your, uh, your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon, the stars, which you have ordained. Look at verse 4. What is man that you are mindful of him? Here, 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 is the, here is creation looking at man saying, my goodness, look at this creation that God has made. There's nothing like mankind. In all of God's creation, there's nothing like you and me. And all of, all of creation is looking, saying, what is man that you are mindful of him, the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than Elohim. It says angels, margin, my Bible says Elohim. It says you've made him right below God. Made him a little lower than Elohim. Watch this. You have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. One thing that you'll begin to see in the word of God, anytime you study the word of God, we separate things for, for the sake of focus, but uh, everything kind of interlinks and, and, and locks together. When you begin to study the glory of God and it, its place and position in your life and what Jesus has done for you, you'll begin to see the authority that you have been given in Christ. I know pastors preach a good bit on the authority. I love it. It's one of my favorite topics. That you'll begin to walk in a realm that is above the oppression of the enemy. When you look at the works of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you see how Jesus operated in the earth. Jesus was never caught off guard. Jesus was never found in a position where he thought, man, this thing that is opposing me, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. 
Jesus was always, it seemed like there was a peace about him. There was a readiness about him and he knew exactly what he was going to do. If there was sickness, he dealt with it. He healed it. If there was a lack, if there was lack, he, there was provision. It was, there was always a state of, of dominion and authority. He lived in that realm. See, religion will always get you to do one of two things. It'll get you to completely disbelieve what God has given you in Christ. Completely just do away with it. Like healing, for instance. There are people, believe it or not, that believe that healing has passed away. It's not for us today. Man, what a sad group. I'm glad I'm not in that group. Because if, if that would be the case, I'd still be crippled today. Walking, you know, pigeon-toed. God healed my legs. Uh, I've seen many people healed. And I was at, uh, I preached at Pastor Mark Brzee's on, I believe it was a Saturday night one time. He just, we were there visiting. He turned around and, and, and you know, just, just uh, you know, hey, would you like to preach tonight? You know, and you know, I just stood there like, you know, deer in the headlights, waiting for, he's like waiting for a response. I was like, oh yes, you're talking to me. Sure, I'd love to. So uh, of course I went home and just, you know, fasted and prayed and, and prayed in the Holy Ghost until God gave me revelation. You know, you're preaching at Pastor Mark Brzee's church. And uh, so, but I remember that I, I, I preached and uh, talked on the fullness of God. And then God gave me a word about bumps, warts, and different things like this, you know. So simple, so simple. And I remember calling, I called and I said, if you got bumps, warts, things like that, man, you need to come down here. They're, they're, God's going to heal you, you know. Well, you think maybe one or two people are going to come down. Well, the line, the line was full. I was surprised, you know. But I remember praying over the people. And a lot of times, see, uh, when you lay hands on somebody, let me just encourage you as an act of releasing. We'll see this hopefully tonight. As an act of releasing the anointing, the glory of God, uh, uh, you, you have to do it by faith. Because if you're trying to, you know, I, I've got to see something happen. Not that we don't work a miracle. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we, we hey, you know, I couldn't bend my back. Well, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Now, now, can you touch your toes? You know, I mean, sometimes we do these things. But sometimes you lay hands on something, there will be no natural manifestation. So I'm laying hands on everybody. And I, I you know, I, you're just doing the thing, you know, hallelujah, God bless you. It's good to be here. And uh, I think I left and I came back uh, 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 for like a free, uh, you know, a uh, Fire for the Nations or, or something or uh, the prayer conference chairman, whatever. And we're just sitting, in, you know, halfway in the back. And this lady comes and sits down next to me. And she says, you preached uh, uh, a while back on, you know, and you, and you lay hands on people for bumps. I said, yeah, okay, amen. And I did, you know. And she said, my daughter came down. She had over 17 warts all over her hands. And I said, oh, my goodness. She said they were going to have to burn them off one by one. She said, after you prayed, they, they started falling off one by one. They're, they're all gone. I said, "Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. See, when I was laying hands, I wasn't like, hey, did you get healed? Hey, did you get healed? I was just doing my duty, doing what God told me to do, and knowing that the power of God, the glory of God was being released, and that people were going healed. I, I'll lay hands on people, and I say this. When you leave, just know this. When the devil comes and says, you didn't get your healing, just know this, that Dustin is still in faith, believing and knowing that you received your healing. Because I'm not going to back off of what I believed you received when we laid hands on you. I won't do it. No, Because, oh, hey, listen, same way the devil's fighting you, he fights me. Amen. You go home and, ah, oh, you didn't get anything. The devil tells me, ain't nothing happened tonight. You laid hands on people and, yeah, okay, whoop de doo nothing happened. And I have to say, you know what? But according to the word of God, the Bible says if I lay hands on the sick 
I'm going to show you something tonight that I hope it, it fires you up when it gives you an understanding about laying hands on people. You know, we say, if I could just get my hands on somebody. Not because, of, not because of who I am, but because of who lives on the inside of me. The greater one lives on the inside of you. Greater is he that is, come on, that's in you. Every day you get up and you look in the mirror, you say, God lives in that man. God lives in that woman. I say this all the time. When I walk into the room, the atmosphere changes. Why? Because of the, the presence and the anointing, the glory that is in me. Hallelujah. See, the devil wants to get you to believe that he's trying to get you to live. Say this with me. Say, come up higher. God wants you to come up higher. He wants you to begin to rise to a new level of what he's destined for you. Because see, religions will do two things. One, get you to completely disbelieve in something like healing. Oh, it's just not for you today. Or two, believe that God heals, but he might not heal you. Get you to settle. But see, I don't believe in a settling gospel. I believe in an absolute gospel. That healing, that Jesus is an absolute, all the time, done deal, healer. God is your healer. Not, I'm not waiting for God to heal me. God already did all he's going to do. Jesus, he did his job and he sat down. Bring me a Diet Coke. Glory to God. That's what Brother Joe Morris says. I don't drink Diet Coke. Bring me a Diet Coke. <laughs> he's done. See, that's the other thing. People want a no-fault religion. Just stick with me here. Y'all, you know, I'm just kind of. But they want a no-fault religion. No, it's not my fault. I don't, man, why, why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to me? I'm a good person. Why, why do bad things happen to good people? That's, it's the easiest question ever. Because there's a devil on the loose. There's, he hates you. you. You stole his position. He used to be the, the, the archangel that magnified and worshipped God. And now because of the iniquity that was found in him, he was cast down. And then God said, I'm going to raise up a group of people. I'm going to create mankind that will worship me. You were created to worship. And when Satan was cast down out of heaven and he hit the earth and he stood up and he began to dust his knees off, God caught the dirt, formed man, and breathed life into him and said, you are now a living, speaking spirit like me. Live, have dominion. Subdue. See, you and I are called to, to live on this level that's up here, not down here. And I think that's why sometimes when I hear preaching, Mandy, God bless her, you know, I, I'll be hearing something because I, I, I like preaching, man. I'll just, I'll listen. I'll listen just, well, sometimes I'll turn it off because I'm like, okay, that's, that's not, I'm not, I'm not going to put that in here. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just, man, I'll, I feed, I feed, I feed. I like it. But I, I, get on, I get a soapbox, kind of like Brother Roland here. You know, you hear something, and, and they'll say something that's religious, and it just fires me up. I'm like, what? You know, and I'll just, man, he's like, babe, I don't know if that's what he meant. I was like, well, that's what it sounded like, you know. You know, something like, well, God will break your leg just so he can show you he's a healer. You know, weird stuff, and you're like, what Bible are you reading? I'm sorry. Where was that found at? Was that past the maps, or where are we at here, you know? And so it's, 
things that just kind of throw you a little bit. It's like, man, it, when you start understanding, and it, it really is, there is a mindset of religion that's going to try to grip your mind. It'll try to hold you captive and get you to live below the standard of what God has for your life. Amen. I don't know about you. I'm going up. Amen. I'm going up. So, let, so I, I wanted you to see this, is that God crowned man with glory and with honor. Well, the definition I have for honor is this, is to fix the, le, to fix the value of. If I'm honoring somebody, I have fixed the level. If I'm honoring my father and my mother, I'm fixing the value of who they are in my life. It doesn't matter if they're mad at me, if they're correcting me, if they're getting after me. I'm fixing the level of my honor to them. That's why when God says in, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9, honor the Lord with your possessions, you fix the level of who your God is in your life. So when God says that he crowned man with glory, I'm going to show you this in a minute, and honor, he crowned man with a fixed level of value. Because, because this is it. In, the, in the, uh, the word glory, I believe it's more in the, in the, in the Hebrew, I'm sorry, in the Greek, is the word doxa, D-O-X-A. If you're taking notes tonight, write these things down. Statistically speaking, those that take notes are more likely not to go to hell. Amen. So I don't know if that's true, but it sounds good. Amen. All right. So you might want to take some of this down because I'm going to, I'm going to say some things tonight. It is God's, the word glory, watch this. The word glory is God's ideal condition in which God created man. The glory is God's ideal condition in which God created man. It is his favorable opinion, watch this, and true value of man. See, the devil, it, people, what's my purpose? What's my, why am I here? See, they're, they're, everybody's searching because they don't understand and you really won't understand until you get yourself into the word of God and begin to see yourself the way that God created you and what he's destined for you. Because you can only see that when you understand that God's ideal condition for you. The, the place, the, the, I, would, I, I try to think of it this way. You think of your ideal condition. Ideal condition for me is not 98 with 100% humidity. Come on, somebody. I mean, I'm just being honest. You know, low humidity, 70, nice cool breeze. You know, come on. Ideal condition. That which God has uh, idealed or his, his, uh, 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 that which he has desired for you to live in. And when God created man and placed him in the garden, he placed him in his ideal condition and he crowned him with glory and honor. He's not like a little tin metal hat he put on top of his hand. God came in and he crowned him. He set his hand on him and released the glory and it covered his body to the degree that they didn't know that they were naked. They were fully clothed in the glory of God. It radiated from the inside out. Glory is the essence, listen to this, is the essence and inner reality of God. It is his intrinsic nature and indispensable quality. It's what makes God God. 
It's the essence and inner reality of God. It is his intrinsic nature and indispensable quality. It's what makes God God. I mean, sometimes English words, they just fail to really try to depict to you what we're talking about because you're talking about God. And yet we do our best to formulate this idea. And that's why I'm saying we, we've got so much to learn. We have so much more to come up to because when we, under, we underestimate and we can't, it's hard for our natural minds to wrap around what God really thinks about us. Because we kind of have this idea that God likes us and we're kind of buddies. But, you know, God don't really want to hang out with you 24-7. I mean, I, how many of y'all got friends? You know, like, I like you, but it's time for you to go home. You know what I mean? It's like, this has been fun and I'm glad you're here. But now my couch, I, I want it back. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming. Amen. And kind of we get this idea that's God, like, you know, he, he's glad we're around sometimes, but, uh, uh, you know, it's time for us to go home. And that's not the case, that God is so in love with you that when he created you, that he took an essence of who he is, the inner reality of what makes God God, and he crowned you, he crowned man with his glory. And he set a fixed value of your worth in his opinion. How do we know that? Because if he didn't value you, if he didn't honor you, then when we sinned and fell short according to Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 and fell short or fell below the glory of God, God would not have gone into action to redeem you and purchase you back to himself. He would have said, you know what? You messed up. I love you. God bless you. But you know what? I don't know what to tell you. You know, you're on your own. But God had a fixed value. Say it, don't spray it. Come on, somebody. There was a fixed value on you, and God said, I am unwilling to do without my man. And because of that, he's, anointed, he's honored you, he's crowned you with his glory, his essence, his inner reality of what makes him him. And because of that, he sent Jesus to purchase you back and bring you back into the position that you were created to be. A place of dominion, a place of authority. See, I... I know for a fact when you preach like this, this is what makes religion people upset. Why? Because it causes you to come into the place where it says, if you read there in verse 6, you have made man to have dominion over the works of your hands, over God's hands. You know, I, I get what people are saying when they say God is in control. This is my, another soapbox. I get what they're saying. God's in control. Amen. We're, we're, we're kind of showing him reverence. But this scripture right here says that God is in control, but he, he gave dominion and control to you. He gave you some authority. He gave you something to do. So that when you walk out the door and, and the devil starts attacking your life, you don't look at God going like, what are you doing? God's looking at you going, I gave it to you, Bubba. I gave you authority. What are you going to do? I crowned you with honor and glory. I gave you my son Jesus. I gave you the Holy Spirit. I gave you the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus. And that's where we begin to walk. And see, if Adam had done what he was supposed to do, we'd all still be living in a garden right now. 
but he bowed his knee to Satan. But God didn't leave us there. He put us back in position to rule and to reign as the original Adam. Look at Ezekiel chapter 1. I'll just give you a, I, I, I like reading these scriptures. Is this okay, everybody good? Y'all all right? Okay. Look at Ezekiel chapter 1. Man, I, I, I just, I love the word of God. Man, I just, how do you not get in there and just, man, do this. You're like, man, I'm having a hard time reading the word of God. Just a little tip for you. This is free. Just spend about 10, 15 minutes. If you got time just to get wild and crazy, praying the Holy Ghost for an hour. An hour? Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, if you got the time, no pressure. But just praying the Holy Ghost for about an hour. Amen. Every day. Just pray the Holy Ghost for an hour. And then crack the book. I mean, if that, don't, if that don't set your socks on fire, my goodness. I mean, just wow. Anyways, all right, here we go. Look at Ezekiel chapter 1 and verse 26. I, I just want you to get an image here, okay? Let the Word of God paint this picture. This is Ezekiel. He's seen into the spirit realm. God's given him a vision. He says, and above the firmament over their heads was the likeness. He, he's using the best words he knows how to describe what he's looking at. He says, over, uh, he says, the heads was, uh, I'm sorry, the firmament over their heads was the likeness of a throne in appearance like a sapphire stone. On the likeness of the throne was a, the, was a likeness with the appearance of a man high above it. Come on, somebody say Jesus. Jesus. 27, also from the appearance of his waist and upward I saw as it were the color of amber with the appearance of fire all around within. And from the appearance of his waist downward I saw as it were the appearance of fire with brightness all around. Might want to underline that word brightness. Brightness all around. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. Ezekiel's doing his best to describe what he's looking at, what he's, what he's seeing in the space. You know, he's using words like, uh, you know, how do I describe this? It's, he's sitting on this like sapphire. I see this man sitting there. He's a fire from the loins up and is a fire from the loins down. I mean, he's just trying to describe the best of what he can see. And he's saying this was the likeness of the glory of the Lord. Look at Habakkuk 3, 4. Habakkuk 3, 4, look at this. Look at verse 3. Jump up to verse, verse 3, Habakkuk 3, 3. God came from Teman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens, and the earth was full of His praise. Look at verse 4. His brightness was like light. He had rays flashing from his hand, and there his power was hidden. I like this in the Amplified Bible. It says it this way. And in his brightness was like the sun. Rays streamed from his hands. Now, I'm not trying to belittle this or anything, but I mean, if, I mean maybe just, I know we see in pictures, but, uh, uh, you know, you think of Iron Man. 
I mean, you know, it's like he just, that was just me. That's kind of what I was seeing. Okay, here we go. And his brightness was like the sun, rays streamed from his hand. And there in the sun-like splendor mm, was the hiding place of his power. Woo, glory to God. I mean, this, he's seeing into this thing. And the brightness was like the sun, rays streamed from his hands. And there in the sun-like splendor was the hiding place of his power. You begin to start to look at what God crowned Adam and Eve with in the garden. What you and I have been crowned with. The glory of God. Look at Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3. Jesus is the glory of God. Hebrews chapter 1. This is starting verse 1. It's just this whole portion here is so good. Verse 1, God, who at various times and in various ways spoke in time, in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Look at verse 3. Who being the brightness of his glory... This is Jesus. The, the Ezekiel and Habakkuk, what they were looking into was a manifest, manifestation of the glory of God who is the person of Jesus. And I'm going to show you this here in a minute, but Jesus is the revealed glory of God. Jesus, watch this from what we've already studied, Jesus is the ideal condition that man is supposed to live in. When you look at Jesus and the way he operated in the earth, that is a man that is anointed, living in the, the glory of God and living in his dominion and authority and over the oppression and the, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the attack of the enemy. Can you see that? Jesus living in this position that when he woke up in the morning, the devil got a little nervous. Maybe not a little nervous. He got very nervous. When you wake up in the morning, they, the devil's like, oh, he's awake again. She's awake again. Why? Because you're not over here in a stupor in the dark. You've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into God's marvelous light. And you're living in a revelation. And you're rising up to a level to which God destined you to live. Jesus, who being the brightness of his glory, the expressed image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power. And when he, by himself, purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Glory to God. Having become so much better than, an angel, uh, than the angels, as he has by an inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Yeah, amen. Glory to God. He did that for you. He did that so that you could live in a position, or let me say this, so he could reinstate uh, you into the place that God originally designed for you to live. So here's what I want you to see. That's the intro, all right? We're, gonna, we're moving right along, but watch this. Here's the deal. That's the glory of God. That's who, that's who Jesus is. That's who they were seeing. Look at this, Exodus chapter 33. We'll go quick. Exodus chapter 33. 
Exodus chapter 33. I'm going to just kind of ad lib here, but uh, Exodus chapter 33, this is Moses. He's taken the children of Israel out of the desert. Y'all know this story. And he's in, in verse 11 of 33, it talks that Moses uh, spoke, the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. As a man speaks to his friend and he would return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Verse 12, then Moses said to the Lord, see, you say to me, bring up this, these peop this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you have found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you. There it is right there, that I may know you. Religion is wanting results without intimacy. Uh, Psalms 103 said that God revealed his ways to Moses, but his acts to the children of Israel. See, the children of Israel were just satisfied with God doing something. They don't know how he did it, don't know why he did it. They just know that God did it. Moses wanted intimate knowledge. God, why are you doing what you're doing? And God said, I'll reveal my ways to you. You and I are called to walk in his ways. Mm. Look at verse 14, he says, and he said, so he's asking God this. He said, my presence, that word presence is the word panim in the Hebrew. Panim, it means countenance. It means face. It means presence is one way it's translated. It means presence, countenance, face. He said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. So Jesus and God are having this, this, this conversation, this talking. They're going back and forth. But you have to remember that, that God was in a cloud. He was the glory of God. The cloud was surrounding God. And it'd be like you having a best friend, but you never actually see him. Every time they come over, there's a big curtain in front of them. You hear their voice, but you're like. And right in the middle of this conversation, uh, uh, Moses just gets a little bit like. I'm tired of the cloud. And in verse 18, he kind of shouts out and he says, please show me your glory. God, I want to see you. I want to, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to I know you. Man, you and I, we got to get it. I love what Paul said in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. He said, I may know him. I want, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. We never, we never quote the rest of that verse because I don't want to suffer. If we had time, we'd get into that. Suffering ain't what you think. Again, that's religion. And religion is always trying to get you. Just go get poor. Go live in a van down by the river. You know, barely having enough for anything or anybody. But you know what? You'll be holy and you'll be right where God wants you to be. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, wrong thanks for playing next so here's Moses he's like God show me your glory I want to see you now watch this here's what's so cool about this is that Moses has seen this track record with God he he's seen God uh, bring the children of Israel out of bondage of Egyptians so he's seen this fulfillment of the promise then he sees God bring him into the wilderness and he brings provision so, and then uh, before that, there's protection against the armies when they're at the Red Sea and the, and the Egyptians. So he's seen the, the, uh, the promise, the protection, and the provision of God. But now he wants to see his person. 
God, I want to see you. And I love what God goes on to say because, listen, in this dispensation, in this time period, God could not reveal himself fully to man. If he did in all of his glory and all of his essence and everything that God is because of man's condition, it would have obliterated him. There you are, gone here today, gone tomorrow. Why? Because God loves you. So, so it was actually his, his mercy that, re, that restrained him from just embracing the man that he loved until Jesus could come. So he begins to say these things. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. He goes on to say, my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Compassion is the outworking of his goodness. The Bible tells us in um, um, Romans 2, 4, or do you despise the riches of his goodness? The forbearance forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads to repentance. What was God doing by revealing his goodness to, to Moses when he, when there's a, when there's a, uh, you know, it, it's all through the Bible, you know, uh, is it Psalms, is it 91? Surely goodness and mercy goodness and mercy the loving kindness of God shall follow you all the days of your life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever what is goodness goodness the goodness of God leads you to repentance this is a whole nother but repentance is not a work to get you back in favor with God I, I, I like saying this, repentance is not, uh, when, when you say repentance, write, write this down, repentance is a revelation of righteousness. Amen. When the word of God by the spirit of God begins to reveal to you who you are in Christ and there's something that doesn't line up with the word of God, because 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 16 says, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It is God breathed for doctrine, reproof, Correction, instruction in righteousness. The word of God is to instruct you in your position and who God has made you to be. He's he's instructing you in who you are in Christ. I am not an old sinner. I am the righteousness of God. Old things have passed away. All things made new. So when there's a revelation of righteousness, there will be repentance. And when you repent, that is not when God found out about your mistake. God, I slipped up today. Stop the bus. That's not when God found out about it. Watch this. When you repent, it's when you release the effect and hold of it in your life. I am no longer going to be controlled by anger any longer. Father, I repent of that. That is not an attitude of a righteous man. That is not a way to respond. God, I thank you that the peace of God lives on the inside of me. I'm not easily agitated. I'm not easily pushed over the edge. And I thank you, Father God, from this day forward, I'll begin to respond in an attitude of love and kindness. My dad had a temper like you would not believe. Growing up, man, I, I remember one time he came home and uh, uh, we were all watching television. 
And he came home. He's like, hey, dad's home. And we're all glued to the tube, you know, just, just locked in. And, man, he got hotter than a firecracker, man. He just came in there. When I come home, you will run. He grabs the television and threw it out the second-story window of our house. We didn't have a TV for years. Dad would come home, and the dog had messed on the carpet. He would grab it by the back of the neck and drop, I mean, drop kick it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but that's rage. And God started to deal with him. He said, you better get a handle of that, on that. And my dad started going through the scriptures, finding out what the word of God says about anger. And he got a control over that thing. And it no longer, ha- and he's, a, he's, a, he's a different man. Why? Because the word of God will instruct you in who you are to the degree it's a revelation. Repentance is a revelation of righteousness, who you really are. And God's showing Moses, he's saying, I'm going to show you my goodness because my goodness will lead you to repentance. It's going to show you and point you to who Jesus, your redeemer, will be. Jesus, uh, 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, he was ma- God made him to be for us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Everything in the Old Testament is pointing us to the coming of who Jesus is and the value and the position that you and I are going to have in him. All of it's pointing us back to him, back to Jesus, back to Jesus. So Moses wanted to see God's glory. He wanted to see the person of God. Look at Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40. We'll just read verse 5. For the sake of time, Isaiah 40, verse 5 says, The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Moses desired to see it, but he couldn't. It wasn't time yet. So all through, you can go all through the scripture. Write down Psalms chapter 91. My goodness, that's one of my, I'm sorry, Psalms 97. Talks about all people will see his glory. Verse after verse after verse, God is prophesying. God is declaring my essence of who I am is coming back. I'm going to reveal to man again that place and position that I destined them to have. It's coming. Get ready. My son Jesus is going to return. Then look at John chapter 1. Moses desired to see it. Isaiah prophesied it. Look at John chapter 1. John chapter 1, y'all know these verses. John chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him and without Him nothing was made that was made. Look at verse 14. And the Word became flesh. Who are we talking about? Jesus, the word of God, Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The gl- whose glory? The glory of the only begotten of the father who full of grace and truth. Verse 16, and of his fullness, we have all received gr- and received and grace for grace. 
Verse 18, for no one has seen God at any time. Moses was, God, I want to see your glory. Show me your person. God said, I can't make that, but I'm going to reveal my righteousness. I'm going to reveal my compassion, my loving kindness to you. I'm going to give you the, the best I can. I'm going to hide you in the rock. I'm going to skip by. You can look at my backside as I'm streaming by. But that's the best I can do for you until my son Jesus gets here. And then when my son Jesus gets here, he says, We beheld the glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Because no one, verse 18, has seen God at any time. The only begotten son who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared or revealed him constantly giving us a revelation of who God is, that essence and inner reality of God, that intrinsic nature and indispensable quality of what makes God God and what he laid hands and crowned man to possession to have is all seen in Jesus. Can y'all see this tonight? Jesus is the revealed Glory of Moses wanted to see it. Isaiah prophesied it. Jesus came and said, here it is. The glory of God. The manifestation of the glory of God. Look at 2 Corinthians. We'll wrap up with this. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. I hope you took some notes tonight because you, you need to go home and just kind of look at these verses and meditate on them. It's not probably just the average message or whatever, but man, I'll tell you what. You get a revelation of this, it'll change the way you think. This is just me. Real quick, this is just me. I like when people challenge me. If everything's just kind of easy and right here on this, you know, just kind of what I know I can do, and then it's like, eh, I like to be challenged. Anybody, I like things that, you know, I like solving puzzles, you know, kind of personality stuff. I mean, I just like, I like figuring it out, getting stuff done, all that. I believe that's how it should be when we come to church. If we're always just serve stuff that's just kind of right here, for, and you just kind of can grab it with your mind, and you're just kind of like, oh, amen, yeah. I like stuff that's kind of, I'm not saying what I'm preaching tonight's up here, but you know what I'm saying. Stuff that kind of makes you go, hmm, I got to go home and think about it a little bit. I got to meditate on it. I got to, I'm, I'm enlarging the in, my inner man on the inside of who I really am. I, I, that's me. That's what I like. I like things that cause me to want to like grow up. Maybe Roland's not, but I do. No, I'm just kidding. Here we go. All right. Got to pick on you a little bit. Look at 2 Corinthians. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7. Let's start there. I'm going to jump through these scriptures. We're going to read all the way through verse, uh, chapter 4, verse 6. I'm going to skip through here. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, because uh, which glory, watch this, was passing away. What Moses saw, what Moses experienced, the Bible tells it is passing away. Verse 8, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? Here's what I want you to see, the four points. Moses wanted to see it. Isaiah prophesied about it. Jesus manifested it. But how many of y'all know Jesus ain't here anymore? He said, peace out, it's been real, love you. I'm going to sit at the right hand of the Father. But he didn't leave us orphans. He didn't leave us alone. What did he do? He sent the Holy Spirit back to the earth to live on the inside of us. Why? So that you and I could go about and do the greater works or be, let there be manifestations of the glory of God. You read in John chapter, uh, John chapter 
uh, John chapter 2, it talks about that after Jesus did the first miracle of turning the water into wine, it says, and this began the, his ministry of, and manifesting his glory. See, every time there's a healing, every time that there's a, 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 a God doing something in someone's life, it is a manifestation of the glory of God. It is the essence and in, uh, what is it? The essence and the, uh, let me read it. The essence and inner reality and intrinsic nature and indis, uh, indispensable quality of God. What makes God, God? Coming in and having an impact in your life to where your body, your every cell, every organ, every tissue of your body begins to line up and operate to the perfection to which God created you and the ideal in which he designed you to live in. Man, when you get a revelation of what God has done for you, the glory that he has given you to live in and to walk in, it'll make you angry when sickness and disease tries to get on your body. I was in India preaching. I was talking on uh, the healing and some of these uh, uh, scriptures and things on healing. And, uh, and I began to laugh because as I'm ministering, because I was telling them, I don't get sick. I've had opportunities. I just don't take them. You know, some people, they get a little cold, a little sniffled, man. They grab the Vicks, they grab the tissue, they roll up on the couch. Oh, it'll take a week to get over this. <laughs> I don't tolerate that mess. I got things to do. And so as I'm preaching, the devil said to, in my mind, watch it. When you get home, you and your family's getting sick. And I laughed out loud and I told the students, this is what the devil just told me. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, the, the devil said, I, when I get home, me and my family will be getting sick. Ha <laughs> ha. You know, and they're all laughing. You know, I'm trying to do my best with the interpreter. You know, you're like, God loves you. You know, it's just like, so I'm like, did that translate? Is this funny? You know, or are you just looking at me laughing? And so, um, so we keep going. Well, I get home. Guess what happens? The devil attacked us, man. I start having this like head cold thing. Right? Ezra's got 104 temperature. Things are going on. And I, I start laughing. I'm like, devil, you a lie. You are a lie. Took two days. I was over that sucker. Pow, 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 pow. Got in the word of God. Got healing scripture. Started meditating on it. Started speaking the word out of my mouth. Started receiving that which is on the inside of me. Coming up to the level, the place in which God designs me. To, you got to get, I, I don't like saying it this way, but it makes sense. It's get sick and tired of being sick and tired. It's kind of an oxymoron, you know, but I mean, it's like, I, I'm not living this way any longer. It's not the way God designed me to live. I'm not going to live poor. I'm not going to live broke. I'm not going to live sick. I, man, the, I've been crowned with honor and with glory that Jesus has revealed to me that which God has destined me to live in, and I'm going to receive it. I'm going to walk in it, and I'm going to be a dispensation. I'm going to be a distributing center of the glory of God. Well, good for you, brother. God bless you, man. You're going to, hey, man, change the world. We're with you. Woo. No, it's for you too. I feel like so many people just kind of, you know, they, they just tolerate life. And what it is on the inside of me, the thing that fires me up is, and I've, I've always been this way. I'm a help. I want to, I want to help people. That's why I'm so passionate about preaching because I'm trying to get what I see in here by the Holy Spirit inside of you so that we can come up. We can come up. I'm cutting stories out of my mind here. So we can just, okay. So this ministry of the spirit 
Verse 8, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 8. How will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? We're living in the ministry of the Spirit. The time where now Jesus revealed the glory of God, now the, the Spirit of God is manifesting the glory of God. God is, God, there, there, you can have all of God that you want. You know, we sing so, you know, songs and, you know, rightfully so, I guess there's a passion. You know, God, show us your glory. I, I don't need God to, I, we, we need revelations of what he's already given us. I'm going to show you right here. Let's jump to it just for the sake of the 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus. Every time you get into the word of God, every time that you get into the presence of God, there is a revelation, there is an impartation of the glory of God. That ideal condition, that place that God has destined you to live in, it is here, it's on you, it's in you, and it's all you, you got to just awaken it up on the inside. And we need to be believing God for manifestations of the glory of God. God, I'm believing you for a manifestation, a revealing. Holy Spirit, have your way. God, do your will in this place. God, have your will and your way in my life. Jump down to verse 18. For the sake of time, we'll wrap up. Last verse is right here. 3.18. But with all, with unveiled Face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. You know, these, just up a few verses there, it says in verse, we say, we quote this verse all the time, verse 17. Now, the Lord is the Spirit. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, it says that Jesus is Lord. What I want you to see is Jesus is the glory of God and he went back to heaven, but he sent his spirit. The Lord is, Jesus is Lord and the Lord is the spirit. So what Jesus came to reveal, he didn't just go show you and go, look with your eyes, not your hands. Don't touch it. Look with your eyes, not your hands. This will be yours if you stay steady. One day in the near future, whew, this will be yours. Now, well, that is true to some degree because we're, we're, we're going from glory to glory to glory. But then he said, no, I'm going to send my spirit so not only that I'm, what I'm revealing to you, but now by my spirit, I'm going to bring manifestations of that glory Amen. to where you can be, begin to live in the glory of God. With unveiled face, beholding in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being, tra are being transformed into the same image, into the same image image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord let me just read these two verses to you first corinthians 13 verse 12 for now we see in a mirror dimly but then face to face now i know in part but then i shall be known just as i am known i quoted that earlier Ooh, we got some things to look forward to we got some things that god's gonna do man it's, you're just gonna god's just gonna blow you away all of eternity. Whoa, whoa. 
But here's the thing. We're not waiting to get there till things begin to happen. It's we begin to start living in this thing now to where we understand that living in the glory of God and knowing that Jesus has raised us back up. Come up higher. Come up higher. Start living in that glory, that realm of God's plan and purpose, the essence that which he has destined you to live in. Glory to God. Sickness and disease can't live in that realm. You can't believe that way. You can't talk that way. You can't uh, uh, live in that essence and understanding because you know it said that the, the it, lightning light shafts, you know, shot from his hands. That's why I was saying earlier, man, I, I was like, lay hands on the sick. Why? Because it's a, it's, a, it's a point of releasing the glory of God. That causes that inner man, that, that, that physical nature to come in line with the will of God. I, I, I think I tell this story but once before and I'm done with it. I want to lay hands on the sick. If you're here tonight, I said I would do it. I just want to, maybe there's one person, no big deal. We'll just, we'll take care of it. But, you know, I, that John G. Lake, you know, he, he, from my hometown, Spokane, Washington. So it was a, it was the healthiest city in the, in the nation for, 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 for a long time because of John G. Lake and the healing rooms that he had. And I mean, hospitals were empty because this man got a revelation of who he was in Christ. And y'all have heard the story before, but, and I'm probably not going to do it justice, but I, I love that, you know, he's over uh, in Africa, I believe it was, or India. And, you know, the, they, they got the blue bonnet plague thing going on. There's foam on the mouth. And he's like, take that off, put it in my hand, put it on their microscope. And they're watching this thing die. They're watching the, the in, in the microscope, they're watching the molecules and the things die in his hand because there was no fear in him. He was fully persuaded of the God that lived on the inside of him. The glory of God that was in him dominated those, that, that, that sickness and the, that disease. See, most people are afraid of sickness and disease. They give it respect. They give it honor. They talk about it. Ooh, you know. It's like, the, don't say that. You know, I never get sick. Ooh, sh- quiet. The devil might hear you. I said, you know, you've heard Peter say, I said it for his benefit. You know, I like saying it this way. Oh, the flu's going around, Chris. Get ready. You know, because you're going to get sick unless you go get your flu shot. Run down by Walgreens. No, I like to say this. No, yeah, the flu's going around, but it's going right around me. Because there's a hedge of protection around me. I've been crowned with glory. That, that, that doesn't come just because you're, you motivate yourself and you say it comes by revelation to where you get in the word of God and you start stirring yourself up on the inside and you become uh, a, a, a righteously, in, uh, righteously, um, what's the word, furious, upset with the enemy trying to come in and lay, come against you physically. You don't put up with it. Hallelujah. Father, we magnify you. We thank you for your word tonight. God, I thank you. You've taken this words from my heart, God, and you've cultivated them and planted them into the soil of the people's hearts here tonight. God, that they got something out of that, Father, that, that there was a, a revelation and uh, uh, the eyes opened to see something, God, that caused them to come up higher. I thank you, God, that we're all coming up higher. God, I thank you that we're, we're learning more and more every day of who you are. 
that which you've planned, that which you've given us in Christ. Father God, I thank you that we give no place to the enemy in our lives. We're unwilling to allow the devil to come in and steal, kill, and destroy. No longer. We begin, begin to walk in that authority. We begin to walk in that, that righteous position and nature that we have in you. We thank you for that tonight, Father God. Lord, and just out of obedience to your, your word, God, your word says if we'll lay hands on the sick, they will recover. And so, God, as an act of faith, Father, we just do that tonight. If there's anyone here tonight, I said I'd do this and I want to do it. If you need healing in your body, if you'll come down here, we're just going to do, we're just going to obey the word. Hallelujah. Lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for your healing anointing, God. We thank you for it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lord. I release. Hallelujah. I release the anointing right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the manifestations of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Every cell, every organ, every tissue. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Healed, 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 healed. I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for this young man. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Protection, 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 protection. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I just thank you right now. I release that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Manifestations of your glory, Father. I release now, Father, every symptom. Every symptom. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Doing your work, doing your work, doing your work right there in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord, in the name of Basite. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask, have you been in an accident? or did you, Were you in an accident or anything like that? No. no. I, I, I got a report uh, uh, that was, there was something wrong with my EKG. Okay. I'm going to see 
Okay. See that. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, Father God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that we, we believe the report of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lord. Right there. Yeah, God is. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I just release that right now in the name of Jesus. All things new. All things new in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I take authority. Oh, la da da ma Yeah, 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 my God. Oh, God, gone, 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 gone. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Healing, 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 healing. Be made whole in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 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 Be loosed in Jesus' name. Be loosed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name Glory to God. Yeah, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, how much you love us. Be made whole now in Jesus' name. Every symptom, every agitating daily symptom, I command you right now to line up in the name of Jesus and be made whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Gone, 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 gone. Completely, completely gone in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, I thank you right now. We speak life to every organ of her body right now. Pancreas, you line up. You respond to the word of God right now in Jesus' name. We know it's God's will to live in divine health and healing all the days of our lives. It's our right. It's our birthright through Jesus Christ. So, Father, I thank you right now. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Be made whole. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Yeah, Mangarebo, Father, in the name of Jesus. From the top of her head to the soles of her feet. God, line up in Jesus' name. Glory, 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 glory. Yeah, Mambanda. Can I ask what's wrong? Is it? Okay. Okay. All right, that's the devil. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. 
I put an end to this right now in the name of Jesus. Every cell in this body, you respond to the life of God. Woo! Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I just, I, it's like I got a, an, an image of just celebration. Woo! Good report. Good report. Good report. Ha, ha, ha. Devil, you're a liar. Isaiah 58, 8 says, Your light shall dawn like the morning. Your healing shall spring, spring forth speedily. For your righteousness goes before you. And the glory of the Lord shall be your your guard. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hamanande, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, 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 Mangalato Soto. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha ha. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. That's it. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ha ha ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory, 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 glory. Father, right now, I just thank you, Lord, a saturation of your presence. She lays down at night. She has sweet sleep. She wakes up refreshed, rejuvenated, restored, full of the life and energy of God in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, 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 Bakasande. That's it, that's it, that's it. That's God right there. Yeah, minister, 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 minister that Father. Glory, 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 glory. My goodness, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kasataha. Yeah, I thank you, Jesus. Be made whole now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. No longer, no longer, no longer. Oh, thank you, Lord. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah. We're putting an end to this tonight in the name of Jesus. From this day forward, walking on the road of victory in Jesus name wow thank you Lord yeah that's it right there that's the anointing of God setting it right thank you Jesus glory to God thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you I move that day glory to God father in the name of Jesus I declare healing I declare healing in Jesus name Thank you, Lord. Ah, glory to God. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Love, 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 love. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Made new again. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Just take it. Take it, take it, take it, take it, take it by faith. In the name of Jesus, it's yours. It's there, it's there. Just take it now in Jesus' name. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Lord. That's it right there. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Lord, 
I just thank you right now. Strengthening of her frame, Father God. Strengthening of her frame. Yeah, yeah, baka, baba. Anything that's been damaged, anything that's been uh, uh, affected, Father, I thank you right now. You're rejuvenating. God, you're restoring. God, that you're replacing now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Recreating, Father. Miracle, 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 miracle. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Father, I thank you for it. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your divine healing right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, God, see day. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, God's doing a work on you, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, sing day name on cool. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, Father, we love you. Thank you. Man, I just heard the Lord tell me to give you a hug, so I love you, man. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the Lord said this to me the other day, and it just blessed me so much. I was fighting thoughts and just of being close with him and my schedule, uh, and just not having the time that I wanted with him and things. And not saying that's what you're dealing with, but I, what God said to me blessed me. He said, Dustin, I find no fault in you. I find no fault in you. And everything that caused me to want to run from God it just melted and it was like I just I just fell into his arms and I felt like the Lord just said to tell you I find no fault with you thank you Jesus I thank you Father God for healing him tonight God in the name of Jesus the fight is over the victory is yours in Jesus name Glory, 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 glory. Yeah. Glory to God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I minister life, healing now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. Satan, I take authority over you. Every lie, every, every attack that you've tried to bring against this young lady, Father, I end it tonight in the name of Jesus. And I declare freedom. I declare liberty in every area of her life, in her body, in her mind, in Jesus' name. Freedom. Freedom in Jesus' name freedom from fear freedom from worry gone tonight father in Jesus name 
in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yeah? Praise your Father. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just come in agreement right now with Brother Rowan, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Be made whole, Father. I thank you for it. I say, be made whole in Jesus' name. Pain, you have to leave and you have to go now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Mm, yeah, 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 my casoto. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fixing it. It's fixing it. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah, thank you, Lord. Mm, that's right, right there. Yeah, como soltoro bocite. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for it, Father. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Do, 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 mandete, cite. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your healing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Thank you, Father God, for manifesting your glory, revealing yourself in this place tonight, God. I thank you, God, that we're coming up higher. We're coming up higher. We're walking in, living in the fullness of all that you've destined for us in Christ. Father, I thank you for it. I bless this house. I bless this church, God. And Satan, we bind you. Every force of darkness that has tried to set itself up against this house and the momentum and that which God is destined for it. God, we thank you. We allow the building, the excitement on the inside, God, of what you have destined. God, we command it to flourish in Jesus' name. Woo, thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 man. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We trust that you enjoyed the podcast. For service times and special events, visit our webpage at www.islandchurchgalveston.com. You can contact us by phone at 409-770-9113. We are located at 2411 69th Street, Galveston, Texas. And remember to keep looking unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith.